Welcome to Reactivators. Boop, 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 blue news. Oh, that's right. It's Nick Banana here, joined by Baby Tyler Schnapp. Mm hmm. Right, you, right, you. Right, you, right, you. Is that your catchphrase now? That's <laughs> for, for these. Wow. Well, these that Baby Tyler's referring to is the new Pokemon Games Club on patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Uh, yeah, last uh, couple of months, we did the Super Mario 64 Games Club, and that is where we go into each game in lots of detail. We visit every single area. Uh, we did that with Super Mario, and uh, now we're doing it with the original generation Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's been fun. <laughs> it has been fun. It actually has. Yeah, I was. I was, of course, trying not to be stinky about uh, playing Pokemon, the first ones that I've played more than once. But now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. It's my favorite stuff. Turns out. Yeah, it, I think when you listen to this episode, this is the first episode we recorded of this series. We've done um, five or six of them now, and uh, there's definitely a progression that happens. I think uh, I started pretty optimistic. Tyler started um, a little little down. Mm -hmm. But incentive to listen, um, at least one of our opinions has changed. <laughs> We um, both hate Pokemon. We both now. hate Pokemon now. <laughs> I will say I'm pretty close to hating it again. Uh, you'll have to keep listening to. Um, you'll have to subscribe to the Patreon to hear what happens. But uh, yeah, some drama has gone down with me. Yeah, yeah, you got some drama. Meanwhile, I'm like going uh, full Neo in the Matrix. I've been become obsessed with glitching my Pokemon game. I've like nine hours into Pokemon Yellow now. <laughs> mm. Uh, it's crazy, um, but we're having a bit a blast and we wanted to post this episode so you guys could check it out for free. See if you're uh, interested in going on the journey. And if not, you get to hear Tyler and I talk about all our experiences with Pokemon, the franchise. Sure. A lot of good. And there's July Diaz. There's Jeremy Schmidt. There's Connor McCabe. And there's Michael McCollar on this episode. It's very fun. And I, of course, have listened to it recently. I do keep bringing up your uncle. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> For a couple episodes, it comes up. It's pretty fun. Yeah, my uncle does become a topic <laughs> of conversation. Um, and no, it's not Pokemon related. Really. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. You'll have to listen. You'll have to listen. Um, yeah, check it out. Uh, this is a, a longer podcast than I think we normally do. It's like two hours, right? Almost. My gosh, so if you're into that kind of thing, we're giving you two long episodes this week um, just to, you know, give give you as much of the Bach boys as you desire. Sure. And if you like it, throw everybody over at the Patreon a couple of bones. For 10 bucks, you get a bunch of good shows. It's a, it's a pretty good deal. And if you're into video game podcasting like this, that is uh, comedy related, some of it not even on the Patreon. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, 10 bucks ain't that much a month and you get a bunch of shows. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. And I say it in the intro now, but Tyler and I do three extra episodes of content a month. Yeah. Um, he Super hosts... NPCs and two Bonk Boys a, a month. That's right. And uh, I, uh, I hear that you got something exciting coming up for your next Bonk Boys. Yeah. Maybe. 
for the Pokemon movie. Yeah, it's gonna be. A nobody's blast. responded to say if they can do. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk it out. Uh, I don't know if I could do Saturday record. I can't either. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, but that would be fun. I would, I would legitimately uh, love to watch that movie again. I wonder if I'll cry when Ash turns to stone like I did a, a five-year-old. Uh, yeah, it's not as sad as you remember. (laughs) (laughs) I bet I'm going to watch that movie and be like, what is the plot of this? (laughs) It's the plot's pretty clear, but, uh, well, I didn't understand the plot of the super Mario movie. Yeah. That's (laughs) yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, check it out. This, we got, we get getting the free one for you. So, um, listen up dorks, dorks. All right. (laughs) Right you, right you. Right you, right you. Bite you. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club. Wow, here we are starting our very own journeys into the Pokemon world here at Super NPC Radio. Uh, If you're listening right now, then chances are you're a patron of ours at the $10 DJ Toad tier. And to you, I say thank you very much for your support. Uh, I truly couldn't do this without you. Uh, Your support means the world. It allows us to do bigger and better things all the time, every season here at super npc radio so thank you and if you're listening in the future on a free feed or in a free uh or as as if this were released hypothetically as sort of a a free episode on other podcast feeds thank you for listening as well if you're interested in finding out what we're doing here at super npc radio at the present you can uh follow us on social media at super npc radio on both twitter and instagram and also if you like us check out our patreon at patreon.com slash super npc radio where you're going to find not only a games club at all times but uh, a ton of bonus podcast content from the wonderful shows and the makers here at our network uh i am one of your hosts of this episode uh, uh connor a youngster McCabe. I'm a youngster Pokemon trainer is how I'm framing myself, but I could not do it alone. And heck, I never would want to. I'm also here with uh, with cue ball trainer, Jeremy Schmidt. I choose you, Patreon. Hey, I already like it, pal. <laughs> I already like it. Hello, Connor. Um, Thanks for having me. You are so gosh darn welcome. Um, I also want to welcome... Uh, a swimmer, July Diaz, is here as well. Hey, the water's uh, fine. Come on in, please. Oh, take a dip. Hmm. Hmm, we got a charmer in the group, July. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we also have waiting in the wings. Well, why isn't it bird keeper Nick Costanza? Mm. Hello, squawk, squawk. <laughs> That's my bird guy right there. Nick, how you doing, pal? Oh, I'm so good. I I can't wait to talk about freaking Pokemon. I'm so excited, and I'm so excited to have you here. We are also joined by cool trainer Michael McCaller. Yeah, I'm the kind of trainer who smokes cigarettes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't that 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 a uh, stench you smell in that cool trainer's breath? Yeah, it's Marlboro's. Uh, <laughs> McCaller, how you doing, pal? 
I'm doing great. How are you doing, pal? I'm go- I'm golden. I didn't uh, know did if I was going to say pal? pal or buddy. I was like, he just called me pal. I got to do something different. And it came out like pallied. Or Man. or I almost heard like pad or pud. And I, I like pad. <laughs> I heard pad. I think pad is cool. Pad's pretty good. Pad is, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, and last but not least, we are also joined by bug catcher Tyler Schnupp. Hi, pud. <laughs> oh, let's keep that going for all 14 episodes. <laughs> uh, Tyler, how you doing, pal? Oh, great! Uh, great to be here with my Weedle. Oh, it sounded like a like a computer inserted that because you didn't have an answer, but I love Weedle. it. Um, folks, we are here today to begin our uh, over three month long journey playing through the original Pokemon games released for Generation One in uh, the U.S. Uh, and internationally. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. We're going to be covering these in a book club uh, style format. Uh, which eat with each episode covering certain chapters of the game. And this one is going to cover the least amount in the game that we'll talk about. We're going to be doing some table setting on what these games are, Pokemania in general, how it took off, and also get into the beginning of our journeys before we leave for Pallet Town uh, today. Um, and first and foremost, uh, Jeremy Schmidt, um, the 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 Poke waves, the airwaves out there are telling me that Mr. Man's got a segment for us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, as you can, as you many of us remember from the popularized anime of the late '90s and early 2000s, they used to uh, uh, have a segment called "Who's That Pokemon?" and mm. uh, and uh, so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be um, adopting that segment here on our show. Uh, this uh, ideally we'd be pulling from like maybe Pokemon we met in our journey, uh, <laughs> but since this is the first episode, I'm gonna pull. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna pull a random one out of a hat here, uh, and I'll be using in-game Pokemon descriptions. Oh, glorious! And letting, and letting you guess from those. Okay, uh, are we ready for our first? I have a question. Yes. Do we like buzz in for answers or how are you doing this? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I figure we could just kind of like, um, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, let's let's but let's buzz in. Well, it makes sense. Okay, McCaller. Uh, is there any uh, uh prizes? We'll be keeping track of points. Yeah, I was thinking about prizes and <laughs> I realized that's. 15 prizes I for 15 episodes of the show. Pro- probably no no prizes, but other than you being the ultimate poke. I guess we could crown a pokey champion at the end. I like so, that. Of those who get it the most right. Um okay. and uh yeah, so uh and and I guess how we'll call on like the order of who got it first is uh the, the way to buzz in is to uh put it in the chat so put the name of the pokemon mm. in the chat so whoever Ooh, that's good because Wait, i know that okay Wait. yeah so it's like you have to kind of be quick that's on fair. the draw there yeah um i don't think that's good I, okay. I mean i i'm fine with it but i'm just saying it's an easy solution here if we buzz in with our own names that's like how the pokemon do you know they say their own name that's true but but how do but if everyone's just saying their own name at the same time how mm. do i know what if you type your own name in the chat I guess I, like I, I guess I could do like Harold's suggestion rules where it's like just the one I heard first. 
And because, you know, this can you does matter explain what so that much is? on who the winner is, I think we should continue to spend a lot of time I think, on figuring we'll out the rules on, We'll put this. it on the chat. Nick, I like your suggestion, and you feel free to say your own name out loud anyway, but it'll, yeah, be, about, it'll, be, it'll be the chat. Okay. okay just, just sorry, sorry, because yeah. I got lost in, in the woods here. Yes. In the forest, if you will, the Viridian forest. Mm-hmm. We're typing the Pokemon's name in the chat. That we think it is. Yes, the Pokemon's okay, name great. in the chat. Okay. I have no questions. Okay, great. A mild-mannered Pokemon that does not like to fight. Beware its small horns. Secrete venom. <laughs> I got this. Okay, hold on. This uh, is fun. For the listeners at home. Yeah. <laughs> this is... a Connor definitely won. Uh, uh, some people got it. It's very very wrong but some people uh not not too bad not too bad but the correct answer is connor yes you did guess it it is nidoran now uh uh bonus points uh if you can guess the gender i i guessed female that's correct the female wow. nidoran and even triple bonus points if you can guess from what description does that game come from i'll say pokemon yellow that's absolutely right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't want to use the red blue ones because it gave away. Uh, it uh, gave away too much of the Pokemon. Yeah. So it, I'll, be, I, I'll the, be specifically trying to find the description that like doesn't give as many details. Any points for the cool name I accidentally gave it, which was Nidorad? <laughs> Nidorad is pretty good. Pretty <laughs> sick. Pretty cool. And Tyler, I think I want to nickname mine that now that I see. Yeah. It, it also is so funny that like. Nick Costanza put Nidorad, but like really that's Tyler because several of us are sharing Zoom accounts. So yeah, <laughs> who's to say who really won that section? Um, Jeremy, thank you for that. That was fun. Absolutely. You're that welcome. Great. That was great. There'll be a new one every episode. I, I hope imagine it... they'll get harder as time goes on and there's more of the Pokemon. I hope they do. Fill, yeah. we've, we've filled out. They yeah. do get harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Jeremy, thank you for leading us I into do. that. Um, that reminds me, you know, as we've been, as you're t- getting us into, you know, a fun segment, like just to say that we're not only going to be doing this on the network, uh, doing the Games Club series that comes out every Friday for you starting on April 21st through, I think, July 21st, something like that. It's, it's, it's nuts. Um, we are going to be doing supplementary content on the network all year. Some of that's going to live on super NPCs. We're going to be doing a Pokemon anime watch party with the discord. We're going to be covering the Pokemon, the first movie, uh, Tyler, I believe we've, have we solidified this in a bonk boys episode? Yeah, we have. <laughs> oh, great. Just making sure. Cause I couldn't remember if we had given the full thumbs up to that. I knew we were doing it in some way. So we are, yeah. well, I'm just waiting on the, on a good time for it. Killer. Um, so anyway, we're going to be doing a lot of Pokemon stuff, just like we did a lot of Super Mario 64 stuff in the previous quarter. Um, what I want to do first, folks, is get into our personal histories with the Pokemon series in general. So I want that one to be a little more brief, but also these games and sort of how we discovered them and our histories with the original series, uh, depending on what that looks like for everybody. I will um, kick us off. Uh, Pokemon for me has been it's been one of those things that's like come and gone throughout my life uh i was someone who was introduced in this uh you know a lot i think every one of us in this on this zoom was pretty much in that perfect age range for when the series debuted back in the you know the us in 1998 um and for me I discovered it uh, through my friend uh, who gets mentioned on every podcast, Eddie Martin. And the way I discovered this was we were at 
uh, our parents used to sing in the same choir at this church we went to growing up in Modesto. And some of the kids would get brought to choir practice like after school and we would have nothing to do. So we'd play with each other. And Eddie asked me if I wanted to play Pokemon. Now, he didn't mean the game, which I didn't know what it was at the time. He meant role play Pokemon. Are there any Pokemon role players out there between the five of you as well? Uh, first describe it. Then I'll tell you for sure. <laughs> and then you'll admit to it. Yeah. So basically what we did was we like ran around this gym at this church. Yes, I did it. Playing Pokemon. <laughs> July's on board. And We're, I, I do have a specific memory of uh, Eddie being like, all right, I'll be the trainer. You be Pidgeotto. And we started running around and playing. And I was like, oh, let's go over here. And he said, no, you can't say anything. You just have to say your name. <laughs> Which truly wasn't him negging me or trying to like make me feel bad it was just living by the rules of the game because pokemon just say their name obviously with a few exceptions uh so that's how i discovered it like absolutely fell in love with the series it was like how we ended up sort of solidifying our friendship it uh i love the games the cards i started with pokemon red i remember going to bonanza book books and comics with my mom as a kid and picking up the little red box with Charizard on the cover. Uh, and we're probably going to get many more anecdotes as we go along in the series. Um, but as far as the series goes for me, uh, I ended up following that up playing Generation 2. I got Pokemon Silver. That's my personal favorite game in the series. Uh, and then I didn't. I fell off. It became not cool when I was that age. And then I got back in at Diamond and Pearl. Fell off again. Got back in at X and Y when it was brought to the 3DS. Fell off, got back in at Sword and Shield. Didn't like that game at all, so I stopped playing it. <laughs> and uh, now it's something that I'll mostly play the retro games or interact with the supplementary stuff like Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium. Um, yeah, I mean, I could talk about my personal history with it uh, for a while and how I got into it, but now it's mostly just like a nostalgia trip every few years. And I've really made a habit out of making people play this with me every so often. Um in high school, this is the last big anecdote I'll share before we move on to somebody else. But in high school, at our at, at the end of senior year, I got, I think, like 16 people in my senior class to all replay their old copies of Pokemon and do a Pokemon tournament at the end of it by bringing <laughs> our Pokemon to Pokemon Stadium. And while we never ended up doing the tournament, I did have like 16, 18-year-old boys over to my house where we all started our journeys together and i just love doing that sort of thing so i'm re honestly really excited that we're all doing this today because it's bringing back a lot of fun memories um that's uh that's it for me a lot of these anecdotes are going to keep coming up i have so much to share throughout the next uh few months but jeremy what's your history with the series and how did you come to play these or these original games and did you ever yeah um yeah i mean i think like a lot of people in a lot of kids in the late 90s like i pokemon kind of came out and it was like a huge obsession for me um so i i actually started to put a timeline together of Ooh. like what what was you know and, and for kind of myself and my own like like internal history of like because in my mind it felt like i i was like obsessed with pokemon for five years straight yeah. and just collecting everything nonstop for it um turns out that's not the case uh so pokemon is released in the u.s in september of 1998 uh i probably don't get it till that christmas 
Um, mm-hmm. I am so hardcore obsessed with Pokemon uh, Gen 1. I'm collecting the cards. I am um, watching the anime. I am, uh, you know... Uh, Get toys. I have, I have the McDonald's toys. Thank <gasps> you. Yeah, that was the other... That was the other big, a big part of it. And uh, um, basically, like, you know, trading with my friends. Thank you for bringing up church, Connor, because I also have a little church anecdote. You're welcome. I I was thankful for that enough. I was 11 years old at youth group and wearing Jinko jeans, which were hot (laughs) at the time. And uh, I have this very vivid memory of me, like, for whatever reason, bringing my entire collection of Pokemon cards, like, a stack in my pocket. Oh my Like in goodness. my Jinko pocket, which fit. But <laughs> uh but then I was like, and I, I I don't know why I did that. I guess I was just hoping someone would ask me if I had Pokemon cards or something. Uh, do I have them? <laughs> yeah. Uh I had no friends at the time because I had just moved to Texas from California. I was at this new church, and I remember I was like running to catch a football. And they spilled out of my jeans and they went all over the auditorium floor and right. And I'm as I'm scrambling to pick up all these Pokemon (laughs) cards, all these girls are just watching me do this. (laughs) And I, 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 they're all fanning themselves because it's so hot. I would have been less embarrassed if they all saw my penis. That's how the story ends. (laughs) I kind of would have rather them all just see me butt ass naked as opposed to spilling an entire collection of Pokemon cards on the floor. Uh, traumatic memory that I'll never forget. Uh, I'm basically out of Pokemon. So I'm done with Pokemon by the time the first movie hits theaters. Whoa. Wow. That was a one year. That is all of my Pokemon fandom, like at its complete heights. Uh, I, I saw the movie and was, a f- and, and like was excited to see it. But I remember thinking that my, I wasn't as into it anymore when the yeah. first movie came out and I never got silver and gold on Game Boy. Is oh. this and sorry, the reason you d- you got out of it was because you were so attracted to women? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I by, I by the end of that first year of playing Pokémon, I had all 151. I was done with the game and like I see. And I, I even remember being on the internet looking at screenshots of the sprites that were going to come out for Silver and Gold, mm-hmm. feverishly, you know, wanting them so much. And then just, yeah, that. but that game comes out in late 99 in the U.S. And I'm out. I heard uh, your first girlfriend said it was a deal breaker and to give up on the Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did have my first girlfriend was what, during that year at some point, but I... I if I had to guess, she was not at church that day that they all spilled out of my pants. So. Misty doesn't count. Misty doesn't count. Okay, does Officer Jenny? <laughs> yes, oh, that's my dream girl. I can't wait A-Cab to talk about the anime. does not include... <laughs> Miss Jenny. Officer Jenny. Officer Jenny is the sexiest voice of any character in fiction. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, just the first, Just the first voice actor. That's okay. I, I guess I could get behind I that. I can't wait to figure out why that clarification <laughs> happened. 
happened. Uh, Jeremy, was that it for That's your it. sort of That's personal it. history? Okay. And and you've, I mean, you've recently even played a few of the games. Like you played all the way through Scarlet and Violet. You got into Arceus. I played through Sword and Shield, Arceus, Scarlet and Violet, and uh, played through X and Y. Uh, I, I, I feel like Pokemon kind of comes in like these, like you said, ripple effects of just like, you know, every like four generations or so, I'll like really get into one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they've been put, I guess they've always kind of put them out around the holidays, which is actually really smart because I'm usually just like boredly playing a game around the holidays and it's usually a Pokemon now. So like, um, like I don't even really count sword and shield or like Scarlet and Violet as like, as like some of my favorite Pokemon Mm -hmm. experiences. They just were experiences I had, but I, but I, but yeah, I mean, and we'll get into that as we go, but like, my mileage does vary with these games. Like some of okay. them, I'm a huge fan of. Some of them, I just could care less. So, huh? Yeah, I feel feel similarly. Um, July, how about you? What's your history with the series, and how'd you get into these first games? Sure, I I found out about the series through the anime first, I think. Ooh, and I was a huge fan of it. Just um, love tuning in every week and watching. My buds, Ty, Matt, Sora, Izzy, Mimi, Joe, and TK hang out. Wait, are these people... Is Wait, Sora? Is that, is that, is that a Kingdom those Hearts real reference? Friends? <laughs> these are real Yes, these were my real friends. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, R- Riku, <laughs> Cloud. No, no, no. Waka. Ty, Matt, Sora, Izzy, Mimi, Joe, and TK... Are these Yu-Gi-Oh people? And we would sort of hang out and, um, you know, we eventually found these sort of uh, digital monsters of sorts. No, this is Digimon. That's what this is. Okay, July. Okay. Um, I gotta. We gotta do a Digimon pod. I I don't think there are any out there. That's the oh. thing is like, I'm such a Pokemon loyalist that like when Digimon came out, I was like offended on its behalf. I was like, how dare you? You it's don't like that, stuff. Yeah. You don't like that their monsters all end with Mon, Agumon, Gabumon, Biomon, Angelmon makes it, makes it really easy to remember all their names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so July, no. um, as you were. Yeah, so the anime got me into it. Um, I I think, you know what? I think it was a trading card game actually. That that sort I sort of start, started to see that first the artwork on mm. on those, and that kind of intrigued me. And I was like, "What is this dark magician?" You know what I mean? July's like the Joker. Just we're getting all different backstories. Oh right, yeah. Do you want to no, know, how I, I, you want to know how I got this Squirtle? I did see that fat Pikachu trading card first. I think that was the first thing I saw. And I started collecting those. And I still have like a binder full of all the Pokemon cards I've collected around Ooh. that. The, the first the first 151 Pokemon mm-hmm. era. That was like I was all in. And then I of course I got, I believe I got Pokemon Red. And then I got Silver. And Silver was like my that was my favorite game and i think i kind of fell off for a long time even though i knew friends of mine like uh sora and, and tk and whatnot goofy who would uh goofy <laughs> um maleficent uh, he... <laughs> july did you, can i ask you a question about the cards did you I'm ever have done. a not done oh, not okay done. okay go ahead did you ever have a charizard <laughs> Yeah, I had, I had that. I had, that was my white whale. I I 
Never could find one. Well, Red Dragon, uh, not White Will. Uh, so I had I had a Charizard. White Dragon a is sword. actually Yu-Gi-Oh. Blue yeah, it's Eyes, Yu-Gi-Oh. White Dragon. It's Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Oh. Who's actually, I think that's the sexiest anime voice for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I make it different. Um, and I, I don't think I got back into it until maybe Soul Silver because I had Ooh. such nostalgia for that 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 kind of brought me back in. And then I went backward. I, I was all in on that. I started scouring some uh, message boards because I think in that game and maybe the previous like DS era games, you're able to connect online and use like um, Nintendo codes to trade and also do like world trades and, and that kind of stuff. So I, I got really into like the shiny finding mm. all the shiny Pokemon and then like all these specific event legendary Pokemon, oh. like your Jirachis and whatnot. Um, so yeah. So it, after that I was all in again and then I kind of fell off again into like sun and moon, but, but then I skipped ultra sun and moon. I always like do every generation now. Like I I'll, I'll skip a generation and I'll come back in. I'll skip mm. gener- yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I love I love these guys. I saw the first movie opening night. I got a Mewtwo trading card. Ooh, going that to, like going to that and, that like uh or that, Mew like, trading card. Oh yeah, it was Mew. It was like the ancient, ancient Mew. Mew. Ancient that thing Mew. goes for a lot of money. We I looked it up the, on Reactivators. I yeah. still got that in my binder too. Yeah. Can I have it? Sure. I'll trade you, uh, for your binder. Uh, what trade? What <laughs> one of these? Oh, and for the listener, Jeremy held up a Digimon toy. <laughs> May as well have uh, with what he actually did. Um, well, how uh, Nick Costanza, let's hear from you, pal. Yes, I have a storied history with this franchise. In a way, it sort of directly succeeds my Mario story. With I, I had played Super Mario World. Mario 64, it was like, that was a gaming revelation. And then Pokemon was too. I'm trying to think about the history of it because I think I probably learned about Pokemon through the anime much like July. I remember Hmm. going to um, a babysitter's house in kindergarten and her kids would watch it and I would kind of watch it too. I have a, a... like a, a vivid memory of the episode where um Pikachu uh stops Electabuzz and Scissor from fighting by spraying ketchup in their eyes um which I would tell people for years after and no one believed me that that episode existed uh, and then I know that I went as Pikachu for Halloween one year oh yeah Do you so I guess I did do my own little Pokemon role playing. Right. I think you're <laughs> confusing that with a banana. I think you were in a banana costume, Nick. Uh, no, that was a couple years later. <laughs> okay. Um, my friend Jack had Pokemon Red on his Game Boy and he had um like a handheld Pokedex uh, oh. toy. And you could press buttons on it and would tell you all the different Pokemon. I thought that was so cool. Um, but mm-hmm. Pokemon Yellow was the game that I got first, and 
it was something I didn't know I wanted until I got it. I, I distinctly remember opening the package. My mom had gone to Trader uh, Trader Joe's. She'd gone to Toys R Us. Uh, Trader and... Joe's has really fallen off. <laughs> right. It's I. You're thinking of bananas, Nick. She went to Trader Joe's and she put some bananas in my hand. <laughs> and I said, this is yellow like Pikachu. Uh, no, she she got the Toys R Us Game Boy Color bundle that was <gasps> the Pikachu Game Boy. Oh. And so this is a yellow on the front, blue on the back, and then around the uh, red light indicator, it's a Pokeball. But it also has, um, I think, Pikachu and Togepi on it, which I was like, Togepi? I don't oh, know yeah, what this I'm looking thing at is. it now. Yeah. Uh, pretty sick. So I opened that. I had that game, and uh, I mentioned before this was for preparation to a trip to Japan, where um, my uncle was marrying my aunt. Um, and I looked up the timeline. That was August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine, when they got married, which was two days after my sixth birthday. Whoa! So I think mm-hmm. I got that Game Boy for my birthday. And we went to that trip. I played it. Uh, we'll talk more about my actual history with the game because I have like every part of this game I have a memory for. <laughs> um, Dude, yes. Um, and uh, I remember it being really challenging, <clears throat> but loving it. And then um, for me, where my Pokemon fandom really kicked off was the next games. It was Gold and Silver, where opening Pokemon Gold on Christmas morning. Uh, it, that was the best Christmas gift I ever got in my life. It was like exactly what I wanted. And I, that was wow. all I wanted to do. And you once got a car with the big bow on it for Christmas. A Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> best gift I ever got was the love of my friends and family on during the holiday season. The one Jeremy's gift I Oliver got was twist to be clear. <laughs> yeah. The one gift I got was uh, Scrooge telling me I can go see my family for Christmas. Yeah. Guys, Oliver, you know what you know what Oliver Twist's favorite my boss Christmas Scrooge. gift is? You know what mm. Oliver Twist's favorite gift is for Christmas? What? Some some more. <laughs> nice s'mores. Uh, Nick, do you keep up with the series now? No. Um <laughs> I I'll, I got a couple other uh pieces of my history. One is the movie just because other people have mentioned it. Um I did watch that in the theater. I loved it. And then one time I remember making my parents watch it for a family movie night. And it was the first time I ever remember being embarrassed by showing <laughs> someone something. <laughs> uh, a feeling not not fully replicated until I tried to show my mom Mike Birbiglia's Don't Think Twice. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh yes. God, Nick. Um, I, yes, go ahead. I have a, a question, and this is for the Nick heads out there. You mentioned your uncle was your okay. uncle's wedding. Yeah. We got to know, is this the insurrectionist uncle? <laughs> no. Oh, oh okay. No. It would have been crazy, though, right? It would have been crazy. I'll shout out this uncle, David Shaw. He's a biology professor at Western Washington University. Ooh. Um, he married my aunt Mieko, who um, was from Japan. And w- they got married in Japan. And then they had a wedding reception in uh in my backyard my childhood home 
um, which is on a big hill. Wow. Uh, so the last couple things of my Pokemon history are that. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> Sorry, no. Nice. You know what? You guys can cut that. Actually, uh... <laughs> <laughs> done. Um, done. I'll cut it. <laughs> in 2003, the third generation came out: the Game Boy Advance generation, uh, mm. Ruby, Sapphire, and eventually Emerald. Um, Jack and I still played those. I have another memory of being in uh, Las Vegas, staying at the Excalibur Hotel and playing those games together. Um, and uh, then I kind of dropped off. There was a couple years where I was Pokemon free until uh, my friend David Brinkman came up to me in middle school. And I love said, going to the hey. clinic and get being told I'm Pokemon free. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to test for, but... Sometimes you, you get it, false negatives yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've tested positive <laughs> wanting to play Pokemon. Yeah. Pearl. Yeah. Symptoms include no dates. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I the wish cure I had... is to take antidote. <laughs> Good. McCaller's learning. Yeah. McCaller's wow, back, he's baby. Learning. So you're with, you're with David. And he says, Hey, have you heard about me? this new Pokemon game. And uh, I hadn't, I had not heard about Pearl or Diamond. That was how mm. disconnected I was. And this guy was a kind of a jock. Um, so it's like, does jocks care about Pokemon? <laughs> um, but I bought it and I played Pokemon Pearl uh, in Kenya, uh, where I went with my mom for a trip in middle school. Wow. Um, oh. That's where the insurrectionist got married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I dropped off again until Soul Silver and Heart Gold. I played those because I, they were just like I, I had a DS and I loved those games so much, like uh, everybody else, that I had to get them. And then I would play the games intermittently: the Pokemon Stadium ones, the peripherals, and um, I got X and Y. And uh, the remake of Ruby and Sapphire, whichever one that was, that was like the last Pokemon game I liked where they added stuff to the world. They added an extended ending. And then the rest of the time, I've just been playing them less and less. I did beat Sword and Shield reluctantly, but I skipped Scarlet and Violet because I really do not like uh, the direction this franchise has taken. Cool. Dude, thank you so much for sharing. I love how extensive that was what do you still have your copy of the uh ruby and sapphire remakes and if so which one it was omega ruby oh <gasps> yeah, nick that's the one i got too i think maybe someday we don't have to do this for a games club but i'd love an excuse to play through those because i have sapphire and barely touched it so just throwing it out there uh putting a pin in that um yes. tyler schnup yes i believe it's your turn my guy mm-hmm Picture me, a child of divorce. <laughs> um, I first learned about Pokemon through a VHS. There was a VHS sent to my house in Lakewood, Cal my mom's house. Sorry, child of divorce. That was close. Um, <laughs> the packaging said, please dispose after watching. Yes, yeah. if, you, if, if you live with only your mother. Um, uh, <laughs> they... they they sent it to my mom's house. It is a VHS that explains all of Pokemon. It explained this is before anything had come out. So it was before 
uh, it explains the anime. It explains the card game. It explains the. Um, is there like a teacher figure well, in this? Yeah, this, you told it, me it's like a naked old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Connor shot handheld, and he addresses a boy named Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. He said he's he said he's this guy Nick's uncle. <laughs> he said on January sixth, twenty twenty one. You're going to remember this face. Uh, um, So, Way back then. Yeah, he did. I've Um, never seen Tyler lose it. I'm glad I got to bring up Nick's insurrectionist uncle into this episode. I'm sorry. Um, No, it's okay. We've all got one, Nick. You're fine. You're fine. Um... Connor, who you're thinking of is one out of uh, every six people is an insurrectionist. <laughs> one that's out of six. That's hmm. not all I'm going to say. Makes you think. Remember that old Chris Rock bit where he was like, yeah. "Everybody's got an insurrectionist uncle." You're yeah. thinking about him right now, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, Connor, who you're thinking of is Ash's aunt Hillary. Um, that is who narrates most of this VHS. Okay. His like fake aunt. She goes, I'm his aunt Hillary. I'm so proud of my nephew, Ash. And then at the beginning of this video, she mispronounces Pokemon. She says, oh, he's a Pokemon trainer. And <laughs> awesome. um, later in the in the VHS, she she says Pokemon correctly. So they clearly were like, it's actually Pokemon. But they didn't go back and recorrect. <laughs> they didn't do another take. It's very funny. You, you can find YouTube videos of this. Wow. And before I got the game this i just remembered as we were doing the pod the kfc had um plushies they had um do you remember this this is like i feel like this is right when the games came out or right Mm. before um and i got a dratini oh and i was like i don't know what the hell this thing is but i love it um i had the dratini and then famously my mom uh made me keep my game boy at her house and uh that doesn't make sense it's portable that's what i'm saying my mom still does that shit with my uh, my 13 year i have a 13 year old brother um uh she still does that shit with him married unfortunately not michael (laughs) (laughs) i felt bad as i was asking it (laughs) um uh, so she still does this. She ke- makes him keep his DS there anyways. Um, mm. uh, but she did that. My dad got me blue version because this came out in September, which is around my damn birthday. <gasps> Already had a game boy. This guy got me a blue version. I had to sit there a whole weekend with my dad being like, thank you so much for this present. I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was home pl- at my mom's house playing this on the game boy. I bet you like read that manual a thousand times that weekend. I certainly did. I was going nuts with that thing. I was like, can you imagine what this is going to be like? Probably a no. There you go. Look at that thing. That's cool. It's cool that you have that. Mm -hmm. Um, Connor set it on fire on the podcast. (laughs) Like we discussed. (laughs) Fair is fair. We don't have that. Um, (laughs) Anything we don't have as a collective, we burn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I got real into that. It was, it was, it was everybody at school had it. Uh, we, everybody played it at school. I was, you know, 
beat it pretty quick, beat yellow version, got that, I think, for Christmas, which I was kind of disappointed. was like, oh, it's the same game. Um, I remember being kind of disappointed. Uh, was into it up until the movie. Um, watched the movie, did all that. And then for whatever reason, I was out after that as well, uh, similar to Jeremy. And didn't get back into it till I was 25. And my mom got two copies. She got uh, Sun and Moon. She said, uh, for, you know, for my little brother, who was very young at the time. And she goes, oh, I um, accidentally got an extra copy. Can you believe that? Because she knew I had a 3DS. And I was like, OK, I see what's happening here. She wants me to, <laughs> she's, she wants me to play with my little brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, little did she know that I would be hooked, and I <laughs> completed the Pokedex. I and I've be I've played I've played every Pokemon game that's come out since. So mm. did she make you keep your 3ds at her house? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Uh, <laughs> wow, and so it kind of makes me upset to know that that Sun and Moon game is actually at this point what like six or seven years old now. Yeah, like Close I remember when that, that came yeah. out. Like I remember talking with Matt yeah, Apodaca at UCB Franklin about Sun and Moon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I want to feel old. Um, it's an old game. Okay. Uh, Tyler. Yes. Uh, thank you for sharing. That was great. Um, I know we're we're gonna have a lot more from you. It's also even just hearing from you. I'm like, wow, we have like a really interesting swath of like different Pokemon experiences through our lifetime. Like you're a Played the first, got back in late, and now we're yeah. in. Yeah, and then here's the other thing. I mean, I was full on in. I, I believe I, I had the. I told you I had the um, Pokemon CD that you can also hear on YouTube, where it's an insane. These just crazy songs to be a master. To be to be the number two letter B a master. You said that was Pokemon CD. Yeah, Pokemon CD is nuts. <laughs> okay yeah, just right. so you know um everyone laughed at that if they edited it out wanna wanna feel old <laughs> cd no. yeah that's cd true. is old that's good yeah that's true cd's old um but i sent you some tracks and they're pretty if anybody wants to go back and listen to that it's 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 completely nuts um i saved the bit nick with my terrible joke they can't oh, cut it out now it wasn't it was never ruined it was great. Well, I, I think we have the most interesting of Pokemon stories yet to come. Perhaps. After this break. Well, no, we're not taking a break, but we are going to hit to Michael McCuller. Yes, hey. exactly what I was referencing. Yeah, uh, McCuller, sorry, you, do you miss... Go ahead, sorry. Do you have a history with the Pokemon series? And if so, what? No history at all. Yeah! You guys are all... Nostalgic little cuties, you got your little stories. Not me, not me. I've um, my little sister got the yellow Pikachu Game Boy. I played it for maybe 10 minutes. I developed a very specific tick that carried over to this playthrough of this game, but um, yeah, haven't touched a Pokemon game. Bought a couple of them. I bought, I think, X and I bought Arceus and tried to get into it. Can't do it, couldn't get over it. I did have a job for a long time writing for a website that was kind of about like like video games and and like uh that kind of shit for like 12 to 14 year olds so i wrote about pokemon a lot but oh, i didn't wow. it was all a facade it was all research mm-hmm. and finding specifics uh-huh. yeah. that didn't work so 
You were the I'm New York be- Times writing about the Mario movie. Very much so, yeah. I gave it no bad fucking scores. clue what the, the, any of this means. <laughs> My editor kept, I kept writing like, I remember when like Sun and Moon got announced, I wrote an article about how it was like one of the signs of the apocalypse and wrote a, a, a horrifying <laughs> article about it and then had like a very funny like headline of something like the, uh, the, the Pokemon look into the wind and what they saw chilled their bones, Sun and Moon announced. And then my ma- uh, my editor changed it to uh, uh, Honan confirmed or something like <laughs> one of the fucking SEO <laughs> bullshit Pokemon titles. It's, wow. Um, but yeah, I'm here to be kind of like a, a voice of reason. I don't have nostalgia. I don't Thank have you. rose-colored glasses. I'm here to tell you what this game is and is not. We need that. We need I'm, rights. I'm also I'm so excited to hear that because there's going to be so much stuff that you bump up in, against in this game that are going to be fun revelations. And then also, wait, why is this thing doing not what it says it should uh-huh. do? Right. Because of the programming and this this original the original three games is a mess. Um, oh, yeah. But it leads to a lot of like fun and fascination. So McCuller, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, uh, fresh eyes. I got fresh eyes for you. Yeah, that's good because nostalgia can be a sickness sometimes. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, I, mm-hmm. I, one might argue we've developed an entire network out of a sickness. That's pretty much <laughs> pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Well, so now that we've got all of our personal sort of like histories with the game and series out of the way, we're gonna do some very brief table setting on just the development of this series because I think everybody knows what it is. Um, but I want to just talk briefly about what it is, and then we'll finally touch on our Pallet Town experiences in the actual games we're playing so that we can move on uh, to, uh, to you know, we'll close this one out. And then listeners, next Friday, you'll get another episode. Um, fellas, feel free at any time. If you have something important to interject, please do on the development. Otherwise, I kind of do want to uh, speed through. Um, so here I go. Uh, Pokemon was, uh, was originally, uh, the concept was designed and, and, and developed by a person named Satoshi Tajiri. Uh, he originally pitched the concept of Pokemon to Nintendo staff in 1990 and was met with skepticism, uh, so much to the point where he ended up pitching this around to different video game companies for years before there was any actual interest. Eventually, uh, Sajiro Miyamoto, you know, Mr. Nintendo himself, saw great potential in the idea and convinced the company to go ahead with the project. Um, Just in case uh, anybody doesn't know it out there, the initial concept for Pokemon, it's really interesting to me. It's a lot like Miyamoto's uh, genesis for the Zelda series that came from him exploring caves in his childhood and going on imaginary adventures. Tajiri uh, would, uh, like got the idea for Pokemon because he would, uh, you know, explore outside in his home and became a bit of a bug catcher himself. And the idea uh, stemmed not only from, you know, him uh, going out and like catching bugs and observing insects and and animals, um, but there was a lot of heavy inspiration from the uh, urbanization taking place in the town where he lived. and where the insect population began to decline. Um, uh, Tajiri uh, noticed that at the time kids now played in their homes instead of outside. Uh, sounds like a very much a boomer observation, which is just the ca- just the way things are. Um, but uh, and he came up with the idea of a video game. Um, originally, the series and there's so much more information you can get about this. I'm sort of blazing through it. Uh, was developed as a uh, capsule monsters. Um, 
kind of reminiscent of like Capsule Corp, honestly, from Dragon Ball Z. And we got some DBZ heads here on this episode. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, long story short is that eventually got the green light from Nintendo and Miyamoto, who sort of uh, treated Tajiri as one of his many mentees. And the series finally came to be initially as Pokemon Red and Green. It's kind of the, I don't know, Jeremy, you tell me. It, it really reminds me of the Doki Doki panic of it all. Mm. Um, that it's like, oh, did you know this? Oh, yeah, that's like a big one. And then they like capitalize it on it later for like the GBA yes, uh, they do. remakes or whatever. But yeah, that was always a big, that was always a big thing. Like, you know, I, and I'm sure we'll get into this during the, program but like so many schoolyard rumors spread about this game in so many different directions but i remember a big one being like what is included in pokemon green in japan and then oh, yeah. kids just making shit up like you know yes i mean yeah. that was it was kind of the it was a definite golden era for that sort of uh like uh, i guess fertile ground for rumors speculation yeah. And these games were perfect for it because not only was there so much in them, but they were, as we talked about, the bugginess of them were so buggy that people would discover things by accident that they would just uh, that weren't intentional by the games. Right. Create a do, lot of excitement. Do we know like green and blue? They're basically the same. Is that is that true? actually it's or... it's not. So the original games were Pokemon Red and Green, as 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 I was saying. But when Pokemon Blue came out, that was a brand new game in Japan. Two years later, and then the original release of Pokemon Red and Blue outside of there were basically Pokemon Blue in Japan. It's just turned into Red and Blue. The sprites are different from red, the original red and green to the red and blue. So the North American red is not the same as the Japanese red. Right. Um, I have a story about this uh, from my trip to Japan, which is that even though yellow was the first I got, I did, I got red later and played that like crazy, but I knew about it. I knew that the three were yellow, red, and blue. And I was in Tokyo walking around with my mom and I saw Pokemon green in a store <laughs> and I begged her to let me get it. And she wouldn't. <laughs> and she, and her logic was, you don't speak Japanese. You can't, you can't even read it, read it Nick. <laughs> and I was like, please, I know that this is. You get on both deal. knees and beg. I did. Man. And I didn't do it. No. Um, but the other thing, uh, <laughs> from japan while well, it's top of mind um i bought Please. a pack of pokemon cards there Ooh. and in that pack was steelix <gasps> and this was 1999 before uh oh. gold and silver came out wow. so i had this wow. card in japanese with a pokemon i didn't know what it was and i felt like i returned to america with hidden knowledge yes right yeah it should be known too that or i guess we should note that like the internet is like it's kind of still in it in its infancy yeah and in, is how we kind of know it today and like like i would be on message boards and forums and stuff like trying to like look at new pokemon sprites or you know during through 1999 but um like if this was to happen today we would just know everything <laughs> like yes. everything would just yeah. it would be on kotaku front page <laughs> like and would Steelix be like, announced <laughs> it'd be like a simultaneous international release almost guaranteed right. where this was two years between the release of Red and Green in Japan in 96 and then Red and Blue internationally yeah. um, in 1998. So 
yeah, Pokemon Yellow would eventually come out, which again, we're going to be cut. This is part of our series because it's Gen 1 would come out in 1999. Um, so want to feel old. You want to feel old? Again, no, don't take my youth from me. But um, that's that's really all I have as far as the table setting goes. Uh, It this game functions as a as an RPG. It's a turn based JRPG, essentially, but it's a monster catching game. So um, you are catching different monsters, as we know. And using them as your party to however however you want to really. Um, but that's really it that I have for the table setting, folks. Did you have any other table setting? Anybody here before we finally break into our adventure uh, in Pallet Town? Yeah, I do one last thing. Um, basically, like, and I did forget to say this in my like this is like why I was also so insatiable with Pokemon. Like why I wanted to, I wanted it so bad and like couldn't get enough. Like. Pokemon is a new kind of video game when it comes out like that. That can't be understated enough. Like uh, in the same way that like you, you imagine like the very first Mario game is even not even a new kind of game because we've had side scrolling adventure games before. Like Pokemon is a whole new kind of experience that we just have never seen. Uh, those types of games seem to catch on like either they die on their, <laughs> on their feet or they catch on like, wildfires like uh you know in the same way that like you know dark souls is like a modern example of that just like a different thing altogether you've never played something like this yeah yeah it would have been like the first like sort of i guess tony hawk game like extreme sports game sort of thing yeah i mean Uh, i mean tony hawk like the idea of like combining like the rhythm game with the sports game with like this attitude or something like but pokemon is like yeah it, it had so much built into its dna that looking back, you're, it, it seems almost like it was developed in a lab by by uh, the guy from Mad Men or something. It was like, <laughs> it was like we're gonna let you collect things. They're gonna be super cute, but some of them are gonna be badass. So we actually like have broadened out our age range that people are gonna enjoy this for. We're gonna connect it to McDonald's toys and an anime and like a cart. Like it was just, it's just like it was like. I don't know. You think about companies like Disney, right? And like, uh, I mean, now Love Nintendo them. very much feels to me like a Disney Love type Disney. of company, but they didn't always. And they definitely didn't back in the late 90s. Nintendo very much felt like they were figuring it out. In fact, the Nintendo 64 was like a huge failure for them in a lot of ways. Pokemon was the property that kept them afloat for these yep. these trying years. And definitely through the aughts, because as soon as the GameCube came out, it was like, Nope, that's not working either. It's it was their handhelds, and a lot of that, you know, comes down to Pokemon. So, um, yeah, I guess I, you know, when I was playing it today or yesterday, I was like thinking about that. I was just like, wow. You like, know what I just thought of with your Disney comparison? Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Well, yeah, Goofy, but also Mickey Mouse. He's a mouse, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the name. <laughs> Pikachu. It's a mouse. It's in the name. Both, it's in the name. It's the both are the big mascots for, yeah, for each other's properties. Is big mascots. Crazy? It's it. They're the mascots. mascots. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, mascots and, and, and honor. And, and like that's another. And like we just don't have enough time. But like because I guess this 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 games club is is about the games. It's about Gen One, Red, Blue, and Yellow. Right. It's not about Pokemon as a IP. Yes, but like absolutely. 
the whole thing with Pikachu is absolutely crazy fascinating. That thing was never supposed to be the icon for Pokemon. Its original sprite is hilariously chubby. Uh, mm-hmm. They do a complete redesign. They connect it to the anime in this crazy way. And that Hollywood, like, they made it Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave Pikachu an eating disorder, gave him it a cute rat. Uh, it really comes into yeah. its own. <laughs> Looking yeah. But it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Pikachu's barely in it and hard to find in yeah. it too. I could have easily mm. have missed it. Um, and uh, then all of a sudden it's so popular that yellow is designed around that Pokemon in the anime. It was um, easy for me to catch, by the way. <laughs> and uh, really, also, it has been the same voice actor, a woman, uh, since the anime. All right, easy. Does easy, the voice. Bud in the game yeah five percent chance of catching pikachu in one area of pokemon red and blue Mm -hmm. that's uh, that's basically like interesting i found one right away i mean we'll get to there because that section's coming up next episode (laughs) but it's essentially yeah like it takes 20 battles to theoretically run into one yeah Uh, i need you guys to tell me where this is okay we will when we get there next Um, episode though yeah but but yeah anyways i think that could that for me really does a good job of like closing out sort of just like not just the like the how this game was developed but also like what it was and what it meant at the time and kind of like you know um yeah yeah absolutely well let's kick off our journey why don't we fellas uh and let's get into uh the games uh, what i want to begin with first uh and we're going to kind of zip through this cuz we're really only touching on our adventure in pallet town here is uh what versions we're playing uh and what, which i get i guess we can get to when we talk about um uh the like what pokemon we select as well but um what i want to start with first is just getting into into pallet town and the way actually turning on the game itself and i don't I probably have a sickness, but truly just first turning on the game, seeing the Game Freak logo, and then the initial battle, you know, if you're playing red and blue, between Gengar and then a Nidor- uh, I think it's a Nidorino yeah. or or a Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff remains just iconic to me. I don't know if anyone had anything to say about that. It's just, it's, I love it. It's iconic. It was so iconic that that is the first shot of the anime as well. Yeah. Yes, and they begin it like you're watching a Game Boy screen. It might even say Game Boy on the screen, and then it just morphs into the into that first fight of Nidorino versus Gengar in some yeah. big Pokemon battle. I think that Nidorino is Pokemon Red, and and Jigglypuff is Pokemon Blue, which is like, yes. um, mm. is it is it true that Poke that Pokemon Blue is is at all easier than Pokemon Red? That one is easier than the other? Somebody said that one time, and it really stuck with me. But hmm. that the only thing that is- seems to that seems to also conclude that as well. That like this is the Jigglypuff version. This is the Nidorino version. Huh. The only thing that would make it easier is if you're going off the cover on which starter Pokemon to choose. Then Squirtle makes yeah. the first gym incredibly easy, whereas Charmander is the hardest, but still not that right. hard. Right. right. Um, I, I wanted to say, uh, and I had such a good point here that I'm not turning on the game. Get. Oh, um, Officer Jenny was it Mickey Mouse? Pokemon Red uh, is considered the canon game. 
You guys know about oh, that? Oh, how so? Um, I, don't, no. I didn't know that. No, what are you talking about? Because when we get to the default name screen, red is the name uh, that's pre-selected for you if you're mm. playing red, whereas blue becomes the rival. And then they canonized that in gold and silver when you return to Kanto, blue is mm. the name of the rival running the gym and red right. is the trainer who's won the championship. Right. And and imagine my disappointment when I turn on my new save of Pokemon Yellow and it defaults to his name being Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's I think it's in red or in yellow, it's like red slash yellow, Ash or Jack are like your three yes. options. And then in yeah. blue, it's blue, Gary and John, which also leads to the canonization for me because they chose Ash as the name in the anime and Gary as the name of the rival. Right. Yes. I chose a different name for my rival, but I be I believe that the Japanese versions, the two of the name options are either Shigeru or Satoshi are two of the options. Uh, but anyway, um like I still like have a nostalgia as well for like Prof Oak just sort of introducing the world of Pokemon to you and his little sprite. And this is I think the only time in the game you see the sprite, the big sprite of Prof Oak. Right. And I think uh, you can kind of tell in this sort of opening cinematic, it's it's supposed to be conveyed that you're, he's like waking you up, like you fell asleep in his lab and he's like waking you up. Yeah. You Are you a boy or girl? Wake up. It almost yeah. honestly yeah. to me, it um, it really feels like you're, he's almost like speaking to you in a dream to dream -like. wake you up. Yes. Yeah. Because you wake up in your room. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. And there's no also notably like no gender choosing in yes Pokemon, just a boy red blue and yellow um so there's no uh yeah he's like what's up boy wait a minute are yeah. we not gonna say which versions we're playing let's let, i mean i guess we can do it nick what are you playing having played red and yellow extensively i am choosing blue nice i'm a i'm a blue boy as well i recently got a cart at a at a game realms retro swap so here's my little copy of blue that i'm playing on the pocket so cool, cool, cool um july I'm uh, doing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. And I, th I think you're also playing a Game Boy version. Which one? And I'm playing, playing Blue as well. I'm playing both of them at the same time. Oh my gosh, we got three Blue Boys. Uh, Jeremy? Yellow for me. I've played both uh, Red and Blue extensively up until this point, so I really wanted to at least try something that I hadn't seen cool. before. Um, yeah. I love it. McCaller? Uh, I might as well be doing a track with Method Man. I'm such a red man. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I love and it. I was just thinking, I think if we had just blue and yellow, I don't think we could get all the Pokemon. We, no. You can't. It's There's still a that, few no, exclusives. Yeah. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah. And then Tylor. Um, I, of course, have played blue and yellow. And let's go, Eevee. Uh, so I'm playing red. Ooh. And also... Uh oh! Fire red. I have. Oh! I have simultaneously. I have mimicked the exact. I've mimicked everything on both, which is why I said, "Are you a boy or girl?" Because oh. in fire red, they do make you choose. Oh, this that's a freaking ditto. Mister Mime over there. Yeah, Mister Ditto. Uh, that's that's fantastic. Um. So, I, I mean, I guess other takeaways here from this game is things I always remember uh, is, at the beginning is that there's there's a potion in your PC. I don't know how I learned it, yeah. but at some point I learned it. So now I always beeline for my PC. I get mm. that potion because it can come in handy in that first battle. And 
I love that you got a little Super Nintendo set up in your room. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what's in the room in Fire Red and Leaf Green? Do you know what? I forget that there's an. Uh, I didn't look. Oh, what the I should hell? look. Turn it on right now. Well, I, my You're save is a little farther. It's it's. I'm I'm up. I don't want to say where I'm at. I, and, I'm uh, right now. If we're being also for being very thorough about this, please, uh, please. Uh, we did forget that before any of this, you can select. Uh, New game or oh options, gosh. and uh, in options, you may want to turn that tech speed up uh, to fast. <laughs> I want yes. I put slow. Okay. Well, good luck. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy, you bring <laughs> up you. something important. That's great. You can also, you do have the option to set your battles to set where, like, you don't have the option to change your Pokemon. They won't tell you, like, trainer's about to use an Ekans. Would you like to switch Pokemon? So if you want an extra difficulty mm. spike, you could do that. But guys, mm. I sped past even a more important thing is that they ask you what you want to name yourselves. We, I got to know. Uh, I'll start with mine. I just went with my usual name, which this is the first game where I came up with my username, Cons. So I'm Ooh. just Cons. Wow. Um, is that because uh, there are not enough letters for Connor? You can actually select up to like six letters, I think, mm. or or more than that. But I did do that in older games that's why I used cons before. Um, so I chose cons, and then you get to select the name of your rival, Oak's grandson that he always forgets. And uh, folks, I've often done stuff like, uh, like I remember growing up, I would choose a kid's name in class I didn't like or who was mean. Um, I won't say their name now. Uh, but then I would also later in life choose like butt or ass or fart. Um, but now, guys. I figured um, I'm just going to stand up for the world, and I named my rival fascism. Wow. Hmm. That's so... Aren't I so honorable for that? Yeah, and <laughs> if it, there was enough letters for fascism? It There's enough letters for fascism. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Jeremy, how about you? What's your name? What'd you name your rival? Well... You know, yellow is a particular thing. It's a particular beast. Yeah. So, you know, canonically, I kind of wanted to just, like, you know kind of fit in with what's going on with the story beats of that so i'm ash and gary Ooh, i love it canonical oh, yeah interesting interesting um nick uh quick update the video game console in generation three fire red is the original nes yeah i was about to say oh no way what? yeah why? Weird? why would it go backwards when they move forward in the updating it should have been a gamecube Okay. Uh, okay, Mr. No Pokemon. Is it is it a is it a GameCube ever, I wonder? Maybe in like oh. uh maybe Ruby and Sapphire? That sounds mm. right. Mm. So I mm. used to name my character Nick, or sometimes Nicky C, or sometimes I <laughs> um I used to go by Kick Nastanza for a while. Yeah. Um uh although I had to do KN because that was too many characters. Um but uh, this time, I wanted to take the game really seriously, so I named my character Daddy, and <laughs> I named my rival Mommy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, uh, July, how about you? Uh, my character's name is Stuber, and my rival's uh, name is Cancel Culture. Good. July, you and Thank I are, are like 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 sort of diametric opposites almost or but we're kind of similar in a way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh i love that um tyler um yes uh i am of course tyler 
named after my Final Fantasy XIV character. Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. And my rival is, of course, Nick. Of Ooh. course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. In both games, too. Nick, They're mirrored. I forgot, I forgot what you named yours, your rival. Mommy. Mommy, your daddy and mommy. And then McCaller, how about you? Uh, I did a similar thing to Tyler, although I forgot my rival isn't on the podcast. My character's name is Mikey. My rival's name is Roxy. That's good. Oh, right. Yeah. You hear that Roxy out there listening yeah. to this? Roxy uh, just texted me. Apparently, she is playing along with the show. She named her uh, character Chris D'Elia, and she named <laughs> the rival his victims. So. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. That's so unlike Roxy. I but wish I guess she could, I, like, elaborate on the show why bad. she did that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's um, really weird. The uh, the Outsiders, the movie, is playing on your TV at home. Uh, is it the Outsiders? Or, wait, wait, no. What is Stand it? by me. Thank you. It's, it's stand by me. On the yeah. on the railroad track. Yeah, the Outsiders would be sick track. if they're like. Then Tom Cruise is here with a switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I had that movie way wrong. <laughs> yeah, in blue it's Outsiders, in red it's uh, Stand by Me. <laughs> um, and you talk to your mom, and it's it's been a joke for years, but how like there's one bedroom and it's yours, and your mom just like lives in the living room. <laughs> yeah, she sleeps in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor mommy. Um, she keeps saying, like, the oven's so hot. <laughs> did, did anyone leave and try to go to the, the, the lab first before going into the tall grass? Every That's time. That's what they try yes, to get every you time. to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you go to Oak's talk lab. Talk to the scientists. You talk to the aides, and, and no one's there. You can even go to your rival's house and his nice sister there, who's just an absolute sweetheart. She's so lovely. I love her. Honestly, yeah. Probably had a crush on her growing up. Yeah, I mean, um, she's no nurse, Jenny. <laughs> in my head, in my head, canon like uh, uh, Gary's parents went off to war and were both killed by like mm. I don't know Charizards oh, or something, and <laughs> and like uh, that's why Gary's such an asshole because he's being like raised by his like sister and he's you know got that's a like a shoulder. fan theory. I love that theory. Actually, mm. is there's that really like, a fan theory? There's it's an a really extensive good theory. fan theory about. Mm the history of Pokemon and that it does take place in the future after global war and the world is like remained the same, but sort of, sort of, I am legend did a little bit where like mm. new creatures are sprouting up. I, they uh, talk? Oh, I was going to say they actually, there was a war and it is touched on by a character later in this game that we will all have to encounter. So th there cool. is a lot to that. Yeah, I, I was a. I thought that could be a, a good thing to meditate on really quick. Is like the idea of like the world of this, like that. Um, first of all, it's unusual in a myriad of ways. One of which is like children are sent off alone to go adventure alone. Yes, at, at you. Ash is only seven years old. Let's be honest. Uh, hey, Tyler, did the old man in that video talk about this? <laughs> uh, huh. I, I also like I the. The Your world uncle? to me feels a lot like um, Dragon Ball, actually. Like, sure. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Like uh, Dragon Ball, I think they took a lot well, from Dragon Ball. Dragon Pokeball. Ball. Right. Ball. Yeah. Uh, the idea of Dragon Ball is basically like we're in the future, but it's also the past. Like all time periods have converged into this one. Time's a flat circle. Yeah. And Pokemon very much feels that way because in a lot yeah. of ways it's very rustic, but on the other, in some ways, there's like technology that's advanced quite a bit so sure and there's dinosaurs and there's, there's dinosaurs running around and yeah um yeah very strange oh and then the other most unusual thing i guess we should mention is that 
the entire world of Pokemon revolves around, you guessed it, Pokemon. No one is allowed to have any other interests. No one <laughs> likes anything else besides Pokemon, and everyone can only talk about Pokemon. This bookshelf is full of Pokemon books, or yeah. books about Pokemon. <laughs> right. It's got that Harry Potter vibe where it's just like, when are these people learning math? Yeah. Yeah. But at least in Harry Potter, the muggles were out doing like business in right. England. In this world, there is no uh, anybody else. It is just like <laughs> mm-hmm. towns of four buildings and three people, and they and one yes. of them is the Pokemon building. And yeah, the other right. buildings sell Pokemon stuff. Yeah, uh, there, I used yeah. to think I used to think this would be like a like a um, I don't know a utopia, <laughs> for, but now when I think about it, I'm like. Mm. I don't know. Something sick's going on here. More like a Zootopia. Probably. Hmm, a lot closer, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, there's so many like weird things that if you think about it, uh, will get even crazier just about this series, especially these first games, which are like a literal first try on the series. And mm. it's so it's just really fun to get into those fan theories as well. Um but uh, anyway, you either go to the, you know, you wander around. Eventually, if you wander into the tall grass, there that freaking professor shows up. Oak comes and gets you, and he tells you it's dangerous to wander into the tall grass. Um, uh, and then he brings you back to his lab, uh, where eventually he tells you, like, it's dangerous to go. He he want, He's looking for someone to help him with his Pokemon research, basically, and he gives you the option to take one of three Pokemon. He um, clearly likes you more than his freaking deadbeat nephew. It's yeah. really, it's it honestly made me really yeah, upset. Nick. <clears throat> he can't like, what, what he does seem to hate this kid who's actually part of his family. And then is he a uncle to this He's kid or is he the grandfather? Grandpa. He didn't even remember his own name. Yeah. It's messed up. I it made yeah. me really sad. Like obviously it's so that you can name him, but he You'd think if he did annoy him this much, he would very much remember exactly who he is and stuff. But mm-hmm. little so, fun fact, Nintendo at one point said if Professor Oak was in live action, they'd want him to be played by Robin Williams. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I think he'd probably do too much with it, but I'd like to see it. <laughs> probably. I mean, That's, even the yeah. Even the anime Oak is like more eccentric than I remember having like watched a little bit of the series this week. Wants to hook up with Ash's mom. Dude, can't blame him at all. And he kind of did hook up with Ash's mom in some stories I read online, actually. (laughs) Hey, that's funny. He hooked up with her in some stories I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those those stories were really scary. What would you do if you realized that you read a lot of erotic fiction from your that your friend wrote on accident <laughs> depends if it's about sonic or not it is um, i like it uh so folks uh i a couple things here is that you get to choose your your pokemon um this is like a huge thing in the series it sets up the rock paper scissors of it all um, because you know the whole thing revolves around catching Pokemon, battling them. There are type differences that allow you advantages, disadvantages. Um, different battle mechanics uh, make themselves known. Um, but I mean, I it was a hard time for me to to make a choice th- this go around. I don't 
think I'm going to end up using my spoiler alert, my starter on my final team that I have because I've I've played this game so many times that I personally like to branch out and use different ones. Um, but uh, I want to hear. But that's your first one... bud. You're going to abandon the first guy little guy no, I, i've that. never done that in every pokemon i've ever played i've never gotten like my starter stays with me to the end and, and usually yeah. just because it's so high level you know right he's doing yeah. more battles right he's yeah. got more battle yeah. experience yeah but that's interesting I, yeah. I think it's just i think i've just been playing it for so long that i found so many yep. i just needed different ways to play it right um, gotta get that taurus in there you got yeah. which i did on my literal last playthrough i had a taurus and it yeah. gotta get that ass. original jinx in there Mm-hmm. OG. Sadly, oh jinx! Uh, sadly, on my last playthrough as well, on my team, uh, yeah. we should watch the banned episodes of Pokemon because <laughs> oh, Taurus sure. is one. Oh yeah. really? One? Yeah, because a guy, a cowboy, fires guns at Ash in the episode. It's in That's the Ash so dies. <laughs> but anyway, folks, let's get into. I mean, our three options here: Bulbasaur, Charmander. And Squirtle, uh, the iconic starters. I mean, there's three of the most famous Pokemon to this day. Um, and I want to know who everyone went with and if there was any other takeaways they had. Um, I, I this playthrough started with Charmander. Um, but I will say Bulbasaur is my personal favorite Pokemon. Okay. But I just, you know, I wanted to switch it up. So oh, yeah. Charmander, and I'll even tell you right now, we're going to go over this later. I named him Lighter. Like he's my mm. little lighter that can set things on fire. Um, mm. Jeremy, you started with Pikachu because you try to choose Eevee and Gary doesn't let you. Yeah, right. Uh, again, you know, yellow, red, blue, we're all going to have a little different experiences as we go through these games. It's going to be very fun. Pikachu is given to you if you play Pokemon Yellow right away. Interestingly enough, you cannot catch another Pikachu in the direction of the game, and you cannot evolve your Pikachu into a Raichu. So Raichu and any other Pikachus are off limits mm-hmm. for me. Um, but yeah, good news though, all three starters are collectible in the yep. game. Yeah, they get them in that version. Deftly avoid the being able to choose problem. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, July, who'd you end up starting with? Uh, th- I went with this Pokemon because they had me at Squirt. I went Squirtle. Right. Gorgeous. Uh, Nick? Here's the thing. When I was little, this was an easy choice. When I had read, it was Charmander. Charmander's the coolest. He's the other Pokemon that Ash is known for having, besides Pikachu, is uh, is Charizard. So it used to be easy, but as these games progressed, I started to agonize over these decisions. And a lot of the times I would go with Bulbasaur because he's Pokemon number one Mm -hmm. in the Pokedex. Mm. But this time... For my first playthrough of Blue, I'm going off the cover art, so I picked Squirtle. And I Sick. almost named him Squirty, but then I decided not to. <laughs> uh, this is I was thinking about it, too. This is essentially a class choice in an RPG up top. Uh, and, it, and, you know, it, class in this game is a lot different. You know, types are their own thing, but... I just it struck me this time that it is like a you're choosing your RPG class up top. Yeah. Uh, and what and to Nick's point, you're also choosing like easy, medium, or hard. A you bit. are absolutely. Yeah. Um, Schnup, how about you? Who'd you go with? Uh, I never picked a Charmander before, uh, so I picked a Charmander. Hey. Didn't Nick name him anything? Because like you, Connor, I will be dumping his ass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Gorgeous. Um, I want to say, yeah. uh, just for the record, you had your time, but go on. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, you can go. Um, Blastoise is actually the worst. Statistically? Yeah. Um, and is the only one with only one type because Charizard is fire and flying and uh, uh, Venusaur is grass and poison. That's right. Um, and McCaller, who'd you go with, pal? You know, I had one of these things where I'm like, I, I can't believe this is a choice that people make. Like, it seems so obvious to me. There's a mm. a weird little plant creature. There's a wet turtle, turtle. Boy. <laughs> And then there's a dragon. Like, it just feels like, yeah. What? why is this a choice? So, yeah, I went Charmander. He's yeah. wow. my favorite. He's cool Man. and fire. Knowing this makes me want to restart my game and go with Bulbasaur because there's no mm. Bulbasaur representation. I thought for sure someone would choose that, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, I was close. We'll see what Fire Red gives me. I haven't looked up if I can get him, uh, but I will be dumping Charmander's ass. I, I, uh, Bulbasaur was my first Pokemon choice for my first yeah. game. Oh. Same. Yeah. I used to, have, I, that, that was my first Pokemon shirt was just a uh, Pokemon and it just had a picture of Bulbasaur. Yeah. Heather Gray. Wow. Ooh. And Connor, I ranked Bulbasaur super high. I have never actually have, like picked a favorite. It might also be Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. I love, I've got yeah. like a, a picture up here of me. Uh, I, I'll show you guys. I'll send you guys a picture with Bulbasaur. It's literally an like art that was made of me as a, as yeah. a gym leader. Oh yeah. I've seen it. Oh yeah. McCuller, I think draws. I, I, I agree with you yes. that like Charizard's also like a lot on a lot of marketing stuff for Pokemon. So he like looks very canonically like mm-hmm. canonical, but there's something about like being a longtime Pokemon fan where I really kind of, I'm not like anti Pokemon that look like real world animals or like animals that we have in other fiction, but <laughs> I, but dragons, the ones that look like just dogs, I'm like, I'm usually like, no, I need something. Come on. <laughs> weird, I need to weird. Get, get weird. Yeah. Yeah. We need a ra- another draft on this dog here. Give him yeah. like a, you know, like I'm not playing Nintendo dogs. Give him bugs for teeth or something. And I'm in <laughs> on, on that point. Um, that something that's happened to the Pokemon franchise over time is it started to look worse. Um, there are like multiple video essays on YouTube about this, but in, uh, so it's even different between red and blue and yellow where yellow, they all look a little more anime, like mm-hmm. just a little bit, but enough. Um, Pokemon used to be drawn with uh, sharper lines and they've become rounded over time. So every generation looks a little cartoonier and a little kiddier and so i mm. love these sprites from this these first yeah. games yeah well, i want to even agree. say a i love the sprites and the original artwork by ken sugimori are just so endearing to me and i love them so much i drew them so much as a kid uh and even looking back at like the sprites in green was like a fun exercise because it's free it just looks so freaky compared to red and blue um, and then, of course, yellow is very much closer to the anime. Um, okay, folks, so we choose our Pokemon. Our rival, your rival always chooses um, the Pokemon that's stronger, that has a type advantage, actually, against yours. Um, I don't really have anything to note here because you do an immediate battle. You beat him. My only thing of note is that in my battle beating uh, Squirtle, I got 69 experience points. Hey, so that was nice. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Anything to note in this in this battle? Uh, I do have one thing, but I want to leave the 
the it open for everyone else before we move um i something kind of interesting in pokemon yellow for for folks who don't know just um is that like so your your gary has to pick an eevee that's the mm-hmm. only option he has and depending on how you actually do in the battle with gary depends on how he evolves his eevee yes so if you lose the battle he evolves it to a water type and i guess what's happening there's like water is weak to light or to thunder or whatever so that it's like the game it's like the game's like oh we need to knock down the difficulty of this <laughs> so because pikachu could just destroy that vamporeon later but if you win both times he becomes an uh, uh, the electric type and if you i think if you win the battle and then lose or skip the next one he goes fire it's just kind of a so it's better if you lose it's better if you lose um but you don't get the experience and early on you kind of want mm. that experience and it's an honestly level up i'm not afraid of having like i'll have a rock type by the time i fight him when he's a jolteon or whatever so it's yeah. not that hard to lose or to win um no. but uh i've lost before oh totally I, I just remembered that not this time i don't know if i've ever lost in red um but i've lost in yellow and i've fought that vaporeon I'll I'll you, tell you guys I knew about this. I knew that if you lose it helps you in that way and so that's oh. why I lost this time. Nice. I lost. Uh bad. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know anything. I was um, uh, Did you really lose like I did, the, I did the, really lose, yeah. Really funny. I kind of didn't know what I was doing with push buttons. Yeah. But you're playing know. red, right? Yeah. What does he say when you lose? I don't remember. I, I feel like in like my head, they just shit. said nothing. They were yeah. all embarrassed for me and they were just like, we'll move on. <laughs> and then I thought I was going to have to replay it. I thought if I I had to keep playing him until I won, but they were just like, all right, well, goodbye. Enjoy yeah. your adventure. I think through the rest of the game, though, you do have to defeat him to move on. Um, but Jeremy did refer to the one optional battle that's coming up in the next episode um against him that you can choose or not choose to to go find um it's off the beaten path uh folks uh the 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 one last thing i wanted to add for that before we wrap up is that gary if you beat him your rival says something along the lines of uh i was always made me feel bad because he says i chose the wrong pokemon yeah Uh, and it makes me feel like oh no his he is just like repeating the history of his family of being mean and bad and he's hurt people hurt people you know yeah he's like the dudley mm. dursley or whatever of the pokemon yes. universe and that and that he's like first of all he bullies you he bullied me out of the pokemon i wanted and then he gets upset that he picks the wrong one and i'm just like hit the bricks pal you gotta <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah um well oh, folks... oh and of course wait wait a minute one more additional pokemon yellow thing please the whole bit with Pokemon Yellow, the I mean, the oh, most exciting yes. thing about it, which ages like milk, kind of, is that like po- Pikachu will jump out of the Pokeball and follow you around the entire game um, if you're playing Pokemon Yellow. So he's always with you. Uh, he's like running behind you. You can turn around and, and interact with him. That's actually how I think you up your like friendship with him or whatever. Mm. Um and uh yeah it's pretty cute for a while the only thing that sucks i think the thing that sucks the most about it is like when you're grinding out in some of these forests you want to like hook around and make like trails and stuff and every time you turn around to face pikachu your whole character just stops dead in his tracks and then you have (laughs) to like click it again to for to get him like he he like uh 
it, it creates inertia or whatever. So um, anyway, is, that's part of my complaints about the newer ones, though. Why is that technology existed since Pokemon Yellow? And then it took so long for it to come back where a Pokemon's following you. Yeah. And I will say that even though the Pokemon follows you in Scarlet and Violet, it kind of sucks. Like it doesn't like they go, they retreat to their Pokeball very fast. They don't follow you super closely. Um, it's not, that. it's not a great mechanic, but, uh, but yeah, Pokemon Yellow is all about uh, Pikachu friendship. And, yep. uh, you, I think you, in fact, the way you do upgrade your relationship is by not letting Pikachu faint in battle, uh, by, and by giving him items, I want to say like potions and stuff that money. it likes it and it'll start to money. interact differently. Yeah, um, give him money. It's very greedy. Uh, well, hey, hey, uh, folks, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, that's going to do it for our first episode of the Pokemon red, blue, and yellow games. Wow. Club. Mm. Um, well, let's go ahead and wrap up here really quick. We will be back next week where we go through uh, Viridian uh, City and through Viridian Forest. We won't be talking about Pewter City in the next uh, episode, um, but we'll get through all of that. Um, July Diaz, thank you for being here. What do you want to plug on your way out? Nothing at all. Thanks for having me. Are you sure? Not a single thing? <laughs> nope. Wow, you've changed. Uh, Jeremy Schmidt. Oh, trying just to, thank trying you for just subs- trying to move this along. Just thank you for subscribing along. to the Patreon. We love you. We couldn't do it without you. Um, this is so, super exciting. It's like it's finally here, guys. I can't believe it. We talked about it for so long. A lot of tears were shed. A lot of blood was shed, and and now we're blood, sitting blood. here uh, talking talking mon, baby. It's exciting times. Uh, Nick Costanza. When you read the sign in Pallet Town, it says, Shades of your journey await. And so, too, shall we journey forth into the Pokemon Games Club. I want to thank all of you for being here, and I want to promote the Roast of Mario, the video games and comedy <laughs> show episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Tyler Schnupp. Schnupp69, Instagram and Twitter. I could do all the plugs now, Nick. Uh, Re- Reactivators, uh, the show I do with Nick. Uh, Bonk Boys, the show Nick and I do on the Patreon only. That's it. Killer. And then Michael McCuller. Yeah, listen to Reactivators, the show Tyler does with Nick, and uh, Bonk Boys, the Patreon show. Wow. And you can find me. Am here. I the asshole now? Sadly, it's turned like that. Uh, you can find me, Connor McCabe, on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. Check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69, where I'm going to be playing a ton of Pokemon Stadium the next couple months and probably getting really dejected by how hard that game is. So come follow me there. Uh, and thank you again so much to all of our DJ Toads who supported us to make this uh, Pokemon Games Club happen. Um, and if you're listening again in the future, come find us wherever we are at Super NPC Radio and social platforms. Find our podcasts at the super npcs super npc games club and listen to my show call me by your game wherever you get your podcast that'll do it for the episode first episode of the pokemon red blue and yellow games club we will see you on the next one